0: Good evening thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the word of god and our bible study glory to god glory to god hallelujah our father is awesome he is good he is worthy to be praised hallelujah would you take one moment and just bless his name thank you lord for tonight thank you for this year thank you god for this season We give you the glory and we give you the praise. We give you the honor and the worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, wherever you are joining us from around the world and on whatever platform, thank you. Thank you for joining us. We're extremely blessed and um, excited tonight to come around the Word of God again and to share uh, what the Holy Spirit has prepared for us hallelujah glory to god hallelujah amen lord we welcome your presence thank you lord for my brothers and sisters everyone that's joining us tonight wherever they are joining us from whatever platform they are joining us through lord we bless them father i pray that your hands be mighty upon all of our lives visit with us visit with us oh god we give you the glory and all the praise In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And thank you so much again for being with us tonight as we study the Word of God. We've been talking about first things first since the beginning of the year. First things first. And tonight, I want us to discuss briefly what I have titled, Raise the Level of Your Expectation. Raise the Level of Your Expectation. As you received the Word of God, and I'm sure you continue to receive the Word of God, and you continue to study His Word and to um, take all that He has promised you and your family, um, everything that God um, announces and declares to us over our lives requires um, a responsibility from us, um, a great response of expectation. Expectation, no matter how powerful the Word of God that has been sent to us is, expectation is really the key to experience. Expectation is really the key to experience. If you are ever going to experience anything, you have to have great expectation for it. In the spirit realm, expectation is a draw, is a pull, hallelujah. Expectation affects the elements. Expectation affects different things around our lives and causes things to come together. It forces things to come together. They may not want to, but our expectation and our faith, our aggressive faith and expectation will cause things to be forced into manifestation on our behalf. So, raise the level of your expectation. Um, let's start out from um, Philippians in the New Testament. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 20. Right here in the King James, the Bible says this is Paul writing to the Philippian church according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness as always so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. And the Amplified, the Amplified version renders it this way. This is in keeping with my own eager desire. I like that. Eager desire and persistent expectation and hope. Persistent expectation and hope that I shall not disgrace myself nor be put to shame in anything, but that with the utmost freedom of speech and unfailing courage, now as always, heretofore, Christ the Messiah will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine, and he will be boldly exalted in my person, whether through life or through death." Um, we, I believe it was last week, our, our most recent service, where the, we were reading about the Lord telling Joshua, and he repeated it several times, be of good courage. Be of good, good courage. In Joshua chapter 1, in one place, it says, be strong and be of good courage. Be strong and be of good courage. Well, expectation is one of the fruits of courage. When we have courage, when we are strong in courage, expectation is one of the fruits that is produced in our hearts. Hallelujah. Like it says right there in the Amplified um, Version, this is in keeping with my own eager desire and persistent expectation and hope that I shall not disgrace myself, nor be put to shame in anything, but that with the utmost freedom of speech and unfailing courage, now as always, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. The New Living Translation reads it this way, For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ whether I live or die. The message, hallelujah, message says, I can hardly wait to continue on my course. I don't expect to be embarrassed in the least. On the contrary, everything happening to me in this jail only serves to make Christ more accurately known, regardless of whether I live or die. they didn't shut me up, they gave me a pulpit. I love it. in the jail in jail, he's saying they didn't shut him up, they gave him a pulpit. hallelujah that's great courage, that's strong courage and that courage produced great expectation in his life. He said, I expect that I will not be embarrassed or disgrace myself in anything. Hallelujah. We need to raise the level of our expectation. Uh, What is expectation? Expectation is hope against all odds. It's hoping against all hope. Expectation is a strong hope that is based on faith in the word of God. Hope against all odds. Hope against hope, like what the Bible describes as as what Abraham um, manifested in Romans chapter 4. I believe that's verse verse 18, where the Bible says, Abraham hoped against all hope that he would be a father of many nations, even as the Lord had spoken unto him. Hallelujah. Right there in um, Romans chapter 4 and verse, um, I believe it's verse 18, glory to God. He says right there in verse 18, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. So he had courage that the word that God had spoken to him will be established. If you read the previous verse, the Bible says about God as it is written, that's verse 17, Romans four seventeen. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickens the dead and calls the things that be not as though they were. Look at that. God calls the things that be not as though they were. That's great faith. That's great faith. He quickens the dead. He gives life to things that seem to have lost all life. He gives hope to to dreams that seem to have lost all hope. Hallelujah. He quickens the dead and then calls the things that be not as though they were. That's great faith. And in responding to that, the Bible says, Abraham, against all hope, he had hope in the word of God. He had aggressive hope. He had aggressive expectation. Hallelujah. He believed in the word that the Lord spoke to him. Even though in the natural, he felt like that word (laughs) was dead. That word was not going to happen. That word would not be fulfilled. It seemed for a minute... Like God lied to him, and yet you and I know from Numbers chapter 23, verse, verse 19, God is not a man that he should lie, nor is it the son of a man that he should repent. Hallelujah! Has he said it? Shall he not fulfill it? Has he spoken it? Shall he not bring it to pass? Shall he not make it good? Numbers 23 19. He will, Hallelujah! God is so faithful, He's so faithful to the word that he has spoken. God is so faithful to the word that he has spoken. You can take that word to the bank and in taking that word to the bank, we must raise the level of our expectation. We must raise the level of our expectation. Numbers twenty-three nineteen. God is not a man that is, he should lie. Neither the son of man, that he should repent. Has he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Numbers 23 and verse 19. God is not a man. When God speaks, he marshals everything that needs to come together to make that word established in the lives of his children. That's Numbers 23, 19. I like the scripture on expectation that is in Proverbs twenty three nineteen. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse, uh, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. He says, for surely there is an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. When you raise the level of your expectation based on the word that God spoke, knowing that God is not a man, he he cannot lie, and every word that he speaks he has the wherewithal to fulfill and to bring to pass, and he's fully committed and devoted to establishing his word in your life. When you respond to God's word by raising the level of your expectation, the Bible says your expectation will not be cut off. That is, it is impossible for your expectation to become fruitless. Listen to how the Amplified Bible puts it, Amplified Version. He says, Numbers 23, verse 18, For surely there is a latter end, a future and a reward, and your hope and expectation shall not be cut off. Surely there is a reward. There is a latter end, a future and a reward. God has a future for you. God has a reward for you. And it says your hope, when you respond to God's promise with great expectation, the Bible says your hope and your expectation shall not be cut off. Shall not be cut off. Um, expectation is hope against all odds. Expectation is intense anticipation. That's actually the original explanation of the word expectation in the original Hebrew. Intense anticipation. Intense anticipation. So, when you have great expectation and you have intense anticipation... You don't act coy. You, don't, you, don't, you are not afraid of embarrassment. You don't hold back in declaring what God spoke concerning you. The Bible says, surely there's an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. And you remember what Paul said in the first scripture that we read in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 20 according to my hope and my earnest expectation, that in nothing will I be ashamed. That in nothing will I be ashamed. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, hope maketh not ashamed. Hope maketh not ashamed, for the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. Let's read this, Romans chapter 5 from verse 1. Therefore being justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Knowing that tribulation produces patience, and that adversity produces patience, and patience produces experience, and experience produces hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. Expectation and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given unto us. When you have hope and expectation, you cannot be ashamed. You cannot be ashamed. Hope maketh not ashamed. Hope maketh not ashamed. Hallelujah. When you raise the level of your expectation, you are bound to receive what you have expected from the Lord. You are bound to receive. Just like Mary, who couldn't understand the dynamics and the process, how God will bring his word to pass in her life. But she said, well, all right, Lord, according to your word, be it unto me. So she had intense anticipation that the message that the angel brought to her will be fulfilled. Hope maketh not ashamed. When you raise the level of your expectation based on the word of God, when you take courage, when you are strong in spirit and you take courage and you raise the level of your expectation and declare what God said, it takes courage to declare. It takes courage to declare it. It takes courage to look at your body, you are not feeling well, you have all these symptoms, and to say, I am the healed of the Lord. I expect I am the healed of the Lord. It takes courage to do that. And then not just to say it to yourself, but to say it to other people. I am the healed of the Lord. And they know you have symptoms, they know you are are, uh, getting medical attention, but you get up every time and you say, I am the healed of the Lord. It takes courage to do that. It takes courage to say, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, because God said so. It takes courage to declare any word that God spoke concerning you. It takes courage to declare, we have a great future. We have a great future. That's what Proverbs 23 verse 18 said there in the Amplified. For surely there is a latter end, a future, and a reward, and your hope and expectation shall not be cut off. It takes courage to declare it. I have a great future in Christ. I have a great future in Christ. My tomorrow will be better than my today. God is building a great life through my life. He's he's building a great future through my life. He's building a great vision through my life. He's building a great future, a great tomorrow through my life. God is fulfilling the words that he spoke to me. He's making me bigger and greater and blessed and prosperous because he said that. He said so, and I have raised the level of my expectation. Hallelujah. Expectation is intense anticipation. I believe for it. I am looking for it. I have stubborn perseverance in walking towards this manifestation. Look at that. Expectation is intense anticipation. I believe for it. I am looking everywhere. Every day when I get up, I think to myself, is this this the day? Is this the day when the breakthrough comes? Hallelujah. I'm looking everywhere for it. I'm looking everywhere. I have intense anticipation looking forward to receiving what the Lord spoke. I believe for it. I'm looking for it. I have stubborn perseverance in walking towards its manifestation. If the Lord said to you, which is said to us already in Joshua chapter 3, I will do wonders amongst you. How do you raise the level of your expectation? You raise the level of your expectation in that word by believing for it. Okay, I receive it, I believe it. That takes some work. It takes some work from where... You hear the word and the promise of God, you receive the promise of God, to where it becomes something that you can hold on to. You have to go through revelation and and for that, that word has to become revelation. Hope is actually an image. Hope is like a dream. Hope is like something that you focus on. It takes your focus. It's like when you focus the lens of a camera on an object. That is expectation. That is hope. You you focus the lens of that camera on an object so you can capture that object. There are so many objects around it, but you ignore all those other objects because this one object is what has your attention, is what you are looking for. So you focus strongly through the lens of your camera to capture that one object, that expectation. Hope is like a dream. Hope is is like... Something is something you carry an image of within you. Hallelujah. So in order for the word that God spoke to become a word that we believe and a word that we receive and a word that uh, we have expectation in and a word that eventually becomes manifest in our lives, we have to go through a process of having that word become a revelation. And there is some work to do there. There's a lot of work of meditation. There's a lot of work of interacting with the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of work of just, of, of clarifying and staying in God's presence and getting it right. But once you have it right, once you, once you receive the revelation of that word, it, then expectation arises. Expectation arises. And the Bible says your expectation will not be cut off. So you can actually declare it. You can tell the world, God is raining on my field. It's a time of famine. There's been no rain for three years or three and a half years. But God already told you rain is coming. The Lord told you there will be rain. And through your faith and expectation, through your uh, courage, you believe in it. And then through that courage, you declare it. You declare it to anyone around you who cares to listen. There's going to be rain. God is raining on my field. Yeah, I know there's a famine right now. I know you see a famine right now. But don't, don't pay attention to that famine. That famine is temporary. That famine is not real. <laughs> that famine is a mirage. God is sending rain on my field. There will be showers of blessings. There will be showers of blessings. You raise the level of your expectation to believe. And then you put that expectation to work. Because you have to look for it. You have to have intense anticipation for it. You, you, you have to have stubborn perseverance in walking towards the manifestation of that promise. Somebody say, I'm raising the level of my expectation. Say it again. I'm raising the level of my expectation. Amen. Amen. The Lord promised there will be rain, you remember, in Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 34 um, and one of the promises God made to us this year God will rain on my field God will rain on my field It's a line in our confession that says the barrel of meal shall not waste the cruse of oil shall not fail until the Lord sends rain upon the earth the Lord is raining on my field there shall be Showers of blessings, Ezekiel chapter 34. Hallelujah! We're discussing tonight very briefly raising the level of your expectation. Raising the level of your expectation in Ezekiel chapter 34, and uh, let's read that from let's read two verses there verses 25 and 26. The word of God said through prophet Ezekiel. And I will make with them a covenant of peace, and will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. And I will make them and the places around about my hill a blessing. That's your promise, right there. God says He will make them, you and me, and the places around His hill. His mountain, his house, his covenant, his people. He will make them a blessing. Verse, verse, uh, the, the latter part of verse 26. And I will cause the shower to come down in his season. I will cause the shower to come down in his season. There shall be showers of blessings. Hallelujah. Let's read this one more time. One more time, to consolidate our faith in it. You are going to have to do this. You are going to have to do this. It's intense anticipation. Every word that God gave us, every word that God gave you, you are going to have to go into the grinding house. That's not really where everybody sees you. That's not the public place. What you do when you come out to the public place is you declare it after it has become a revelation to you. But first, you go into the grinding house, And you take that word and you meditate that word. And you get with the Holy Spirit and you pray over that word. You pray in the spirit. You pray in your understanding. You clarify. You And you keep your eyes on that word like that lens, that camera lens. You focus on that word until images begin to form within your spirit being. Images. Remember what the Lord did with Abraham. When, he, you know, he, he was saying to, to, to the Lord, who are you going to give me? Is Eliezer going to be in, in Genesis 15? Is Eliezer this, my servant? Is, is he going to be, I don't have anything against my servant, but is he going to be my heir? Is he going to inherit everything? And the Lord said, no. Mm-mm. And the Lord took him out and said, begin to count. Something happened to him as he started counting the stars in the skies. Some. Images began to form within his spirit. Suddenly, he started to have intense anticipation. He had expectation. And the Bible says, your expectation shall not be cut off. He says, hope maketh not ashamed. Images began to form. Images began to form. And then, of course, you know, the Lord took it to another level. He said, change, let's change your name. So every time you introduce yourself, you introduce yourself as a father of many nations, the nations you saw in the stars. I'm a father of many nations. I'm Abraham. I'm not just Abram, a good father. I'm a father of many nations. I'm not just an exalted father who can have servants, who can have other people. No, I'm a father of many nations. Many nations are coming out of me. So so, let's change your wife's name. Let's change it from Sarai to Sarah. A, a mother of many nations. Take it from princess. Yeah, she's a princess. Good. Glory to God. But let's 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 raise your expectation. Let's take it from Sarai e. to, to Sarah, a mother, a mother of many nations, a mother, a mother in Israel, a mother to many nations, a mother to seeds that she bears out of her own womb. Hallelujah! Glory to God. And then their expectation began to rise. And every time, you know, Abraham introduced himself, I'm Abraham. And now his, fa- his servants had to call him Father Abraham, Father, Father of many nations. Father, Father of many nations. They had to call Sarah Mother, Mother of many nations. Began to raise their expectation. The images began to form. Remember, they declared it in courage. They didn't go to their bedroom and say, well, we better keep quiet about it. If, it. if it ever happens, then we'll tell people. If it ever comes to pass, then we'll let people see it. No, they declared it. Sometimes expectation is what is missing. Sometimes expectation is the missing piece to the, the, uh, the puzzle of faith that a lot of believers are grappling with. Too much self consciousness, too much fear. Too much fear of disappointment, fear of discouragement, fear of uh, laughter, people laughing at them, fear of shame. You know what? The people who laugh today will hear you laugh tomorrow. That's what happened with Sarah, you remember? The people who laugh at you today will hear you laugh tomorrow and will have to laugh with you. And shame is not your future. You will not inherit shame. No Human can walk with the Almighty God and inherit shame. It is absolutely impossible unless you don't do what you were supposed to do. (laughs) You don't play your part with some of your parts, part of what we're discussing, our part, what we're discussing in this service tonight. Hallelujah. There can be no shame. There will be no shame in your future. God will fulfill the word that he spoke concerning you. There will be rain. We just read in Ezekiel. And there shall be showers. I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing. And I will cause the shower to come down in a season. There shall be showers of blessing. You know, Elijah heard a similar word when the Lord told him in a time of famine. There had been famine for three and a half years. And suddenly the Lord came to him and said, there shall be showers of blessings. There shall be showers of blessings. And then Elijah took that word. Now, when you read the summary of what happened with Elijah in this period, in this process, in this season of his life. When you read it in the New Testament, it seems so highly simplified, right? Look at at how he puts it in James chapter 5. James chapter 5, I believe it might be verse 16. Look at how he puts it, right? It, it, It seems so, so simplified, right? But I want you to see how Elijah met the word of God with courage, how he met the word of God by declaring it, how he met the word of God by then beginning to exercise stubborn perseverance in walking towards the manifestation, and how he demonstrated his expectation in that word. Now, when you read in the New Testament, in James chapter 5, it doesn't tell us all that, right? All he says in James chapter 5 and verse 17 It says, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Three and a half years. Verse 18. And then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Now, That's the simple version, that's the compressed version, the summarized version. But I want you to read with me as I close, get ready to close tonight. I want you to read with me the expanded version of what we read in John chapter 5, verse 17, and and 18. Right? Let's read here in 1 Kings chapter 18. The Lord, remember in Ezekiel chapter chapter 34, we read there, 25 26, the Lord, there shall be shall make the people. I'll make the people around my hill, I'll make a covenant of peace with them that I'll never take away. And I'll make my people and and, and, and the hills around them a blessing. There shall be showers of blessings. There shall be showers of blessings. It's a word. Elijah heard a similar word. You and I have heard a similar word this year. There shall be showers of blessings. There shall be showers of blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The barrel of meal shall not waste. The cruise of oil shall not fail. Until the Lord sends rain upon the earth, there shall be showers of blessings. Elijah heard that word. And when Elijah heard that word, let's read 1 Kings from um, chapter 18 from verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. He was the only one who heard that sound. He was the only one who heard the sound of abundance of rain. Apparently, that's why he's telling Ahab the king, there's a sound of abundance of rain. So go up, get ready. What's he doing? He's declaring it. He didn't keep quiet. Well, let me not talk just in case it doesn't happen. You know, maybe it may not rain. It may not rain. Sometimes expectation and the demonstration of our intense anticipation in the Word of God and taking courage to declare it is actually the proof of our faith. Many times, that's one of the first walks of faith. Remember, the Bible says, uh, well, a faith without walks is dead. And one of the first walks of faith, even before we begin to talk about corresponding action, things we need to do, steps we have to take, and one of the first steps of of of, um, the actions of faith is we declare what the Lord said. We declare what the Lord said. We declare it boldly and courageously. We don't declare by saying, oh, well, maybe, oh, well, who knows? Oh, praise, I trust God, hallelujah. Oh, I know God can do all things, but don't quote me, don't quote me. Or like people say in the world, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. No, uncross your fingers. (laughs) Uncross your fingers. Declare the word of God boldly, with courage. Let the chips fall where they will. Let people gather let them laugh. Let them mock at you. That's fine. You are in faith. When they laugh at you, they are laughing at God. Because you didn't send yourself, it was God who sent you. It's not your word, it's the word of God. And faith is a process. During our watch night service, the Lord helped us. We we touched a little bit of some of these things. Faith is a process. There is a process that produces the manifestation of faith. And sometimes that process is not pretty. If it was pretty, everybody would be doing it. The reason out of 12 people in the boat, only one stepped out into the water is not pretty. The process of faith is not pretty. If you, are not, if you are not solid in the word, you are not solid in that revelation, you could drown. And even if you don't drown, the storm will hit your face. There's, I mean it's not pretty. There'll be all sorts of all sorts of uh, noises and all sorts of things that will and, and it will shake will shake you to the, to the very core, the very core of your being. The process of faith is never pretty. If he was pretty, Abraham would not have had to declare that he was the father of many nations. Almost, how many years? More than 10 years before that word became fulfilled in his life. If he was pretty, Peter would not have had to step into the water and actually feel like he's about to drown. The, the process of faith is not pretty. But if you have courage, and if you, have, if you are strong in spirit, and if you have intense anticipation for it, and you have expectation and hope, the word will be fulfilled in your life. Can somebody say amen? Elijah verse 41, Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and put his face between his knees. That is stubborn perseverance intense anticipation he's 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 working in this he's, he's doing some spiritual he's doing some spiritual um, exercise to break forth you have to force your way if you are going to change levels in your life you have to force your way the children of israel had to force their way out of egypt nothing will ever be given to you on a platter if you are ever going to get anything that God has promised you, you are going to have to force your way. You are going to have to confront giants. You are going to have to contend with obstacles. You are going to have to force your way. And there will be sometimes when, when you are just sometimes unaware, you just don't know what's going to happen next. There will be sometimes when it, it looks like it's over, like the, like the three Hebrew boys. When they were thrown in the fire, they just had no idea what's going to happen next. One thing they were sure of was that the fourth man, the fourth man would not let them perish. They were sure of it. They were sure of it. So if he didn't deliver them before they were thrown into the furnace, well, there's going to be drama in that furnace. Because you can count on the fourth man to show up for you. Hallelujah. You are going to have to force your way. If you want to change levels, there are people who are very comfortable with their level. That's why years, many years are going to go, go past them, and they're going to look back and wish they did something different years ago. Because they will suddenly find out, oh gosh, I missed so many of my opportunities, so many of my God-given opportunities. When I could have stretched, when I could have believed, I could have, I could have, I could have stepped out of the boat, I could have, I could have yeah, gone through some temporary threats some temporary loss of my security, deal with threats of opposition, deal with giants and obstacles, I could have done that and and this would have turned out different. I I would have been looking back today from a higher level, but look at me, I'm I'm in the same place where I was several years ago because I never took the opportunity to stretch in faith, to be courageous, to take the word of God and to walk with it. To have the discomfort of the process of faith. To experience the discomfort of the process of faith. I was never willing. I was too satisfied in my comfort level, my comfort zone. Hallelujah. Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went and he started this aggressive, aggressive spiritual exercise before the Lord. Verse 43. And then he said to his servant, go up now, go now, go look towards the sea. Go and look. What's that? Intense anticipation. Go look towards the sea. Go up now, 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 now. Go look towards the sea. And the servant went up and looked and said, there is nothing. Nothing? Nothing? I expect there should be something by now. The servant said, there is nothing. Okay, go again. Savant went when he continued his he continued his, his spiritual exercise, his faith, his expe- an intense anticipation. Savant came back again a second time. There's, master, there is nothing. Say, ah. there's still nothing. Master, there's nothing. Okay, okay. Our expectation cannot be cut off. God said there'll be showers of blood. We had I had the sound of abundance of rain. I already told the king, I declared the king is already in his palace. He's already feasting. I told him there's rain coming. Go back again and check. Go back again and check. I'm sure the servant is beginning to wonder, is my, maybe my master has lost his mind. He does. Maybe my master has lost his mind. How many times am I going to go? You are going to check until you see it. That's it. That's the answer to that question. How many times am I going to have intense anticipation, look for it, go out aggressive, pursue stubborn, persevere? How many times as many times as it requires until you see it. I'm believing for it. I'm looking for it. I'm having stubborn perseverance in my walking aggressively towards his physical manifestation. You're going to have to do it as many times as you need to until you see the word that the Lord spoke concerning you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 He said, go again. And he went seven times. And it came to pass in verse 44. At the seventh time that he said, behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And Elijah said to him, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and get you down so that the rain does not stop you. That's it. The cloud was not the abundance of rain that he heard the sound of, but the cloud represented the seed, the initial blade of the manifestation of the promise, everyone that has intense anticipation and stands and keeps looking for it and keeps aggressively working in courage and in strength and believing God, they will at some point they will see that blade. At some point, my friend, and once you see that blade, that's it. The breakthrough is here. The breakthrough is here. But until you see that blade, until you see that cloud like the hand of a man, you keep, you keep going for it. You keep, you keep going for it. You will not be ashamed in the name of Jesus. Remember Isaiah 50 verse 7? For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be ashamed. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. You will, you will know no shame. Your expectation will produce in your future. In the name of the Lord Jesus. It came to pass. In the meanwhile, that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. Great rain, not small rain, great rain. And I rode and went to Jezreel. God will rain on your field. There will be showers of blessings. Keep looking for it. Keep, keep expressing your intense anticipation. Keep believing for it. Have stubborn perseverance. Stubborn perseverance. Let those who will laugh, laugh. They they are coming back to laugh with you. They are coming back. Tell them, just keep telling them. We are laughing today. You are laughing at me today, but you are actually coming back to laugh with me. And actually when you come back to laugh with me, I may kind of laugh at you back. I may laugh at you because God's word actually got fulfilled. Contrary to what you thought. Because it was funny to you. It was never funny to me. I totally believed it i totally sold out to it and look at the fruit look at what the lord has done <laughs> Hallelujah! Woo! glory 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 father we thank you so much for tonight thank you thank you thank you for your mighty blessings on all of your people lord we thank you for this word hallelujah we lay hold upon it we receive everything that you've given us in this word Thank you for this expectation and hope in our hearts. Thank you for this intense anticipation. We're looking for it. We're believing for it. We have stubborn perseverance in walking towards the manifestation of it. And we give you praise because you are not a man that you should lie. You are not the son of a man that you should repent. You will fulfill every word that you have spoken as we raise the level of our expectation. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Saints, Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Our time is up. I thought I was going to stop at 40. It's almost 45. I'm so thankful, so excited about God's word tonight and the fruits, the harvest that are coming in our future. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you again same time next week. God bless you. Good night.